0: Welcome to Rich Conversations. Today, we are joined by Carlita Williams, close friend of mine. She lives in Crown Heights, Brooklyn. And uh, in this episode, we just really, all we did was catch up. Uh, She was last on the podcast, episode 79. In this episode, we talk about her playing ping pong in New York, just uh, just New York in general and, and Chicago and kind of always comparing the two. Uh, we we talk about the last time I visited her. This was in February. We we played. We're not really strangers. It's like this card game uh, where you ask questions to the other person and they have to answer them based on how well you think you know them and and things like that. So we actually uh, played a few cards, and it's always fun talking to her. I always enjoy it, and uh, makes me want to visit New York very soon again. So um, enjoy this episode. Again, it's just us kind of catching up and just hanging out. Welcome to Rich Conversations. I'm so excited. To be joined by Carlita Williams, who is visiting us all the way from Brooklyn, New York. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to the show for your third time.
1: For my third time, and word on the street is that Joe's at four, so I'm going to need There's a
0: lot of people. Yeah, there's a few people that are at, like, three, four, five, potentially. We're going to have yeah. to make
1: this a weekly situation, Rich, because I can't be. I can't keep getting beat by these people.
0: Well, Basically, but. I'm so kind of I don't you know. <laughs> <laughs> I think our last episode was like 84 80 somewhere in the 80s and now we're around like 250. So we got Really? That's crazy, dude. What's the last thing what did we so, talk
1: last time?
0: Uh, we were talking about Brooklyn cuz you you had been living there for a while so we are talking about like Brooklyn, Chicago versus New York as far as culture goes, what you were up to, what you've been learning. Uh, a good time, we could have recorded a podcast episode when I visited you, uh, what was that, back in February? That would have been yeah. great. So, but so now here we are. <laughs> here we are again. Uh, okay, let's catch up a little bit. I don't have anything really prepared, so we're just going to hang out.
1: Sounds like me and... all college.
0: <laughs> so what have you been up to?
1: Dude, you know, you know... You know when you're just kind of like just cruising through it? That's where we are. We are cruising through it. I am playing ping pong all day. I wore my ping pong shirt today.
0: Yeah, you are really into ping pong.
1: Ping pong is life. Um, table tennis, you know, if you if you want to call it that. Just got myself a racket. Um, I work at a ping pong club. And um, okay. when I'm not working at the ping pong spot, then I'm playing ping pong. I play at the park. I play indoor ping pong. I play outdoor ping pong um got some like leagues and such
0: so that's pretty
1: cool and then I was still working at the restaurant
0: okay how would you describe that's
1: what I'm not doing
0: yeah we had uh... yeah we had we had some good conversations back in February and uh yeah you're no longer teaching it's
1: heartbreaking dude I love teaching teaching is the best thing ever but it just doesn't pay the money man
0: yeah, you were like the question. So we went to uh what was that one place we went to? Chevella's or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we we had some uh what margaritas happy hour special. Yes. <laughs> we were talking about you're like, there's so much money in New York. How am I not like getting more of it? Like I don't know. Why understand? isn't everyone
1: paying me their big money? Like I'm a star yeah. and I want people to pay me as such. <laughs> And no one is just handing, I'm getting really tired of no one walking up to me, and just handing me money, like getting really sick of it. Yeah. Trash, you ask yeah. me.
0: Okay. So you're doing ping pong. How would you describe your progress from when you started playing ping pong to where you are now?
1: So fun fact is that I was the president of my high school ping pong club now. Okay. When I was doing that, like everyone was kicking my butt. Like I was just there for the hang. There was like We would do little tournaments with other schools and like other selective enrollment schools or whatever. Um, And all the other schools had all the Asian kids that were like, you know, doing the game. And me and my like (laughs) friends were just like, la 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 la. Like, yeah. My stoner friends were kicking my butt too. But now uh, I have a coach. I take lessons. You know, I got some techniques now. I'm not just hitting the ball around. Uh, I got myself a new racket last week. So that's pretty fun. So, my, you know, we're getting there. I'm still getting my yeah. butt kicked, but, like, I'm getting my butt kicked by better players and not by, like, donors. So,
0: okay.
1: that's pretty good. Um, There's different groups of people that I play with at different places for different occasions, you know? Uh, yeah. There's, like, the foreigners that hang out at the park, and they've just been playing ping pong their whole lives, so they're just, like, just crushing. Um, then there's, like, the people with, like, the clear, like, techniques and the it, it's it's cool. It's cool. My progress, I've gotten a lot better. And every, every time I play somebody and every time I lose the game, they're like, wow, Carly, you have gotten so much better. But I still like lose the game. But everyone's so proud of me for my progress.
0: So what's what's like the the culture like in the ping pong environment that most people wouldn't understand or get?
1: OK, so first of all, there's a giant ping pong community like it's actually pretty cool. It's this is not this does not exist in Chicago, just so we're clear, like. I can name you two places to play ping pong in Chicago. In New York, they're like, there's ping pong tables at every park, or all the big parks. There's ping pong tables mm. at a bunch of the bars. I can name you at least 10 different places to play ping pong in New York. Um, and the culture here is like, imagine a community that's big enough where you always have someone to play with, but small enough where you know too many people. And you already know what that ha- what happens there in any type of thing i've already gotten to a point where i've dated like three different ping pong dudes but they all know each other like it's get like it's already <laughs> it's already too much rich
0: <laughs> like, oh man
1: this is like the t- this is like the tmi that someone in my group is gonna find on the internet but like i dated one dude then he texted the other dude that i had dated and then the other guy had texted this guy And i'm like see this is why you gotta find you a nice big community with lots of yeah. people that's how it was in, like, Chicago music scene. Like, I felt like I hadn't met every single person there was, you know? And yeah, in the world, it's a lot of dudes. So any world where it's a lot of dudes and not a lot of girls, it's just a lot of what my friends call thirst buckets. Thirst, thirst buckets? <laughs> just like, hey, hey, girl, I like your, <laughs> nice form. You want a lesson? You want a free lesson? And I'm just like, no, man, I'm good. Thanks.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: um, But, yeah, it's pretty dope. I have a lot of friends that I, you know, some of my friends, like, play poker together. All like go out to ping-pong friends. So I finally yeah. found friends, Rich. It's going great.
0: That's good, yeah. Uh, I've been thinking about New York. I'm reading this book right now. It's a uh, Bob Dylan biography. So I'm okay. on the chapters where he's in New York. And I'm just like, I want to visit my friends in New York again.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm totally going to bring you to my ping-pong spots, by the way.
0: Okay, okay, I'll get that checked out. Uh, How would you describe? Okay, so something I've been uh, thinking about over the last few weeks. Um, I'm processing a particular event that happened, that occurred and uh, I feel like a lot of people don't like know me in a way. Okay. And so a lot of times people are projecting what they think they know about me, onto me, and like how to handle stuff. And it's just like mm. kind of annoying to me. Mm. How would you describe to listeners and viewers what it's like hanging out with me and what I'm like?
1: Rich, why would you pick me to ask that question? You, okay. Ah, my man, Rich, okay. <laughs> the thing about Rich is what, what did I describe you as? I think that Rich is the human embodiment of live, laugh, love. That is what, how I describe Rich. Rich is just like living his best life. Like I, it is such a brand of like a person, but I've never really, I've heard people describe it, but no one ever really follows through with the lifestyle. Rich is very much like, um, Rich is living every moment to the fullest. And people say that stuff, but they don't really mean it. But Rich has got like lists of like what Rich wants to get done in his life. And everyone else is like, I'm going to do this. And they don't do nothing. Rich does that's all list, lists, which I think is amazing. Super, as far as like top skills, follow through. Rich is great follow through. He finishes everything he says he's going to do. And that's dope. I have the follow through of a fruit fly. And you want to know how far they make it? Not very <laughs> far. They just <laughs> they do nothing. and. <laughs> Like that is like my number one thing I admire about Rich. Rich wants to like have all the experiences, do all the stuff. I'm finding like so much trouble in dating because I keep going out with these people who don't like doing stuff, Rich. They just want to like do nothing. I my only goal that I want to do all day, I want to be a live, laugh, love person, but the people around me are whack. So Rich, if you hung out all if we could hang out, that'd be dope. Rich loves activities and doing things and seeing the sights. Like the joy you see in like a toddler's eyes when they get a new experience is the joy in Rich's eyes. Every oh, time he, like I'm so happy to be here. Rich just appreciates every experience. And I think that's dope. My friends are weenies and Rich is great.
0: <laughs> see, I prescribe a lot to the philosophy. Just get your stuff done and then you play. Get your work done and then you can go play. Yeah. And the more disciplined you are in your work, then you have more freedom to play.
1: But hear me out on this, I have been meeting people who I've never encountered before, but some people, so, which we would call a work-life balance, right? And so I realized the thing about like my mom, she is very much on the work side and she has no problem doing the hard work, but she is unable to force herself to do any of the play. Like she won't take the breaks and take, Mm. I've been meeting people who, even if I suggest like, hey, let's do this, all they say is I have to work. And I'm like, okay, but, like, you have to not work too. And I meet people who literally understand that concept because it's, like, if they're not working, then they're not doing anything, you know? That, like, um, what is that called? It's like, the hardcore um, product productivity. Like, I have to be productive at all moments every day. But I think it takes a special skill to realize that, like, those in-between moments, the resting, the free time, the fun time is also, like, productive. And I yeah. think it takes you have to recognize that as a skill like I am taking something from this time that I'm not putting out work so I think you do a job of like again it, I'm saying it like it sounds like I'm joking but it's it's a skill that I think I have not a lot of people find the skill in like being able to take something from all the experiences of the day you know
0: yeah I think sometimes I get like right now I think I'm a little too actually I don't know that's the thing it's like My mind is on all day, every day. Okay. But also, like, like, maybe this afternoon, I'm just going to walk to the lake and just be there for a little bit.
1: And, like, that amount of not feeling bad about not doing something else is a skill.
0: See, I've trained my mind now to realize that most of the... Life is all about problem solving. Uh And so... When you're doing work, you're so like in it, but then if you just go for a walk or just play for a little bit, the solutions just come to you and yes. you get more you get more done in 20 minutes of play than like a full eight hours of work. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's like
1: yes, it's that makes a lot of sense. I was uh who else are I talking to? So well, so my friend was, like, talking about, like, some break with her boyfriend or whatever. And I was just, I forgot. In music, there would be, like, you know, sometimes the rests are as important as the notes. And I'm, like, oh, yeah. Because if it was just notes all the time,
0: that would suck, right? You got to, like, have the rests to
1: appreciate the notes.
0: You said the notes?
1: The notes are the sounds. The rests are the not sounds. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah. the rests are as important in the music as the notes because the yeah. rest give rhythm to it and without the rest it would just be notes and there's no rhythm here.
0: So no rhythm. Being able
1: to like know when to take those rests and how to use them effectively is important to the rhythm of life Rich and yeah.
0: Yeah that's true.
1: I think I That's what I think it is to be friends with Rich is to have a nice time with someone who really appreciates just like you just really appreciate life and I love that about you. My friend like I just don't meet a lot of people that really like and not in such a serious way you somehow you find you seem like you're very like, serious about all the little things you do but like you don't take it all too seriously where it's like i ha- you're not like well i have to get this recording done right now it's just like cool man you want to like record something or what like what's up and it's like what's up what's up man you, you want to do the thing what's you want to go to the museum today you want to go to the museum tomorrow i'm gonna go to the museum every <laughs> <laughs> remember when we went to those galleries
0: Yeah, let's run, let's run down a list of things we've done together. Okay. Go.
1: Oh, I would like to discuss and I would like to tell your viewers about how I introduced you to the fun of New York galleries, as opposed to the general large museum.
0: But we have gone to the museums together. We've gone to the Art Institute of Chicago together, MoMA together. Did we go to MoMA together twice or no? At least once.
1: Describe the MoMA.
0: Okay. So we hung out in Central Park and then we walked yes. to MoMA.
1: Yes. I yeah. looked very great that day. I love that outfit.
0: Yeah, you, you did look great that day.
1: Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so we've to a couple museums, but how do you compare the experience of, um, so I guess if you don't live in New York, whoever listens to the, to the podcast, if you don't live in New York there's like two big neighborhoods in New York where there are bunches of galleries. Like right after each other, there'll be just blocks and you can go to probably like 20 galleries. They're all free. they They're just small little exhibits. Um, That's what I've been kind of exploring a lot in New York. What did you think of that?
0: I enjoyed it that like each one was unique in itself. Like, uh, everyone you go into this like I remember that big one I really loved that one that was uh the floors yeah it had the floors and it had this massive space and the lighting was really cool and it it like you're in this wide open space and the photos we took there were really cool
1: oh they were like playing Pokemon in the back that place was so amazing and I have no idea where that was
0: yeah, that's probably another thing too with the galleries it's like you go to so many that you're like where was that one where was that one yep uh and the architecture it's like it's an experience you can't really have anywhere else except new york because you have all these uh what do you call what do you call those they're not brownstones they're like
1: oh the know, they got of building yeah the buildings are just all so close like that's so like the buildings are just so close that it's just
0: like yeah. rows of like buildings. And the bricks, they're not like the bricks here in Chicago. The bricks here are a little wider whereas <sighs> the New York buildings are older, so they're like a little bit more narrower. Mm. And then they have all the stairs, the outside uh oh, the uh, fire escapes. What do you call it? The fire escapes. So it has this really neat view and the streets are all narrow and it's like dense. Um So just walking among that while you're going to all these different galleries. And then we're taking photos when we're in the galleries and such a fun time. Then there's a pizza place on like every other corner. So we got some great pizza. I love New York style pizza the best and uh, not afraid to say it. There's a New York style place. (laughs) There's a New York style place close to me now on Broadway. And uh, yeah, the pizza's great. You know, you get a little bite in, then you're you're good. Then you keep going on the tour. Um, I liked. I like how uh, the curation of the galleries is more to an individual's taste. It's like yeah. I'm curating this based on the taste, the art that I like, the art that I make, rather than. A museum where it seems like there's a lot there's a lot more levels of getting approved or whatever it's more just like it's more like grassroots it's more like just like on the ground this is what i like here it is you know? i kind
1: of think it's like the difference between being like releasing your own music or kind or like being on a record label right like if you're yeah. on a label and you're in a big like if you're in a big museum you can make your own music but it still has to appeal enough to the masses that that label is gonna make money on it right gonna let you put it out kind of sometimes but if you're making your own music and, and releasing it you can make whatever you want and it's yours and the people who want to see it are going to come to it
0: yeah exactly and um, so the
1: big like everything i the big museums are like pop music like it has to be understandable enough to just like the regular rando that they'll put it in yeah. a junk spot and people would pay money for it yeah. Let's talk about how all those galleries are free and that's the best. Yeah.
0: And something that I often uh, think about when I'm going to the like art Institute, cause I'm a member there. And uh, so when I go, it's like most, most of the artists, at least maybe when they started off, like they're going against the grain. The reason why their art is there is because they were like innovative and had all these different ideas and, and just express themselves in ways that uh, were different and pushed boundaries in their time. Yet like now the way art is communicated or the people that go there have just like a, a textbook idea of like what art is. Yeah. And so the whole like, that's where the galleries come into play. It's like all about art is about like expressing yourself in this like authentic way and you just do what you want. But then you have like all these art students that come into the the museum and they're like it's it's almost like it's boxing in their own view in a way. Yeah. It's interesting.
1: I like I wish that those galleries were just like I don't know how many people go there because. I don't even understand how people like work. It, it seems like because w- when you're there, no one else is there with you. So I'm curious to know, like, is that person working there just sitting by themselves all day? I don't know what the foot traffic is like in those galleries. I don't know if enough people know about that. Yeah. Like I wish more people did. Yeah.
0: I'm also curious about like the like financial, the financials of those. It's like,
1: I don't know. I think they make money on events and like hosting, yeah. um, Like, I have a friend that owns a gallery. Uh, I think we might have gone there. Yeah, we did. uh, She hosts different... Artists will have different parties at her space. Because, I mean, New York rent is expensive, so they have to be making money on something.
0: Uh, Oh, so you think they, they rent out the spaces for parties and events, and then they make up rent that way. Or they could sell a painting for, like, five grand because people do that in New York. Oh, yeah. People buy some expensive art in New York. I think when we were going through the galleries, didn't we have a question? Like, our biggest question was like, so how do they deal with shipping? Like, shipping, when you buy a painting and say you're coming in from uh, Amsterdam and you're just walking around these streets and you're like, I like that art. I want it shipped to my place in Amsterdam. Yeah. The logistics of, like, mailing... The art there, it's got to be like wild. Yeah, I don't want to be the guy in charge of getting that there safely. Yeah. I don't oh, want to be man.
1: Um, I got a question. Did you, um, what was the game you were asking me about?
0: Okay, so. I have this. So game. again, so the night, yeah. So the night before we went to the galleries, we, uh, we got like a couple bottles of Bordeaux and then oh, yeah. you're out over in your uh your your Crown Heights apartment and we played yes. the game Are We Strangers? What what's the game we played? We're not
1: really strangers.
0: We're not really strangers. You and uh get this game
1: I feel like you would like I feel like all of your like guests would love. We it.
0: we had such a fun time playing it. I hadn't played like a, a game like that in a while. You know, just like sitting around and you're like playing card games. Not not no. like poker and stuff like that but just like fun activities with other people
1: i'm glad you like doing
0: so i thought uh, <laughs> that was such a fun night so we gosh this was back in february we uh we started off at chavella's i was coming from the met and so i made it over there and then we had margaritas and then uh we walked around got some wine then we went back to your place and then we played like this game all night yeah it's so much fun
1: so I I thought
0: yeah why don't we do a couple of these
1: okay all right there's levels right there's different levels oh yeah yeah all right Um, let's pick one from level one
0: okay I'm gonna pick
1: one that's like you know reasonable um okay
0: describe this game real briefly for listeners and viewers
1: this is the kind of game that you would play. It's like an icebreaker question kind of game. Um, <clears throat> the slogan is leave connected. You're supposed to, you know, learn. You can play it with strangers. You can play it with people you're dating. You can play it with your friends. Um, and you just ask questions back and forth, kind of. Yeah. Um, this question, uh, it says, as a child, what do you think I wanted to be?
0: Okay, so I'm answering this for you. Cool. I feel definitely that some type of entertainment or like... like Really? Give me a a mic. Put a spotlight on me. Let me shine. That's so funny. So anything that would probably allow you to do that. So I don't know. Were you into singing or... uh, I know you play violin, so... The viola, Rich. Viola, 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 my bad. I know you're into music. Rich, this question. That's what that's what I thought. You
1: think about it. You should know this answer.
0: I've always wanted the same job my whole life. I don't know. Four,
1: three, two a teacher rich i've only ever wanted to be a teacher
0: see that was i was gonna answer that but i i thought it was too easy
1: <laughs> because i've literally only ever wanted to be because you have been a teacher i know and it worked and then i stopped doing it what a life um yeah. rich, i think that you wanted to be i'm giving you're a big dreams kind of guy right like you got yeah big, yeah so I, you're giving me like I'm gonna you I feel like you want to like study you like learning and you like dreaming big so I like you're giving me like I want to be an astronaut or something but I'm thinking paleontologist just because I know that you like the museum now or some sort of like weird sciencey guy who like knows a lot about stuff or you're the thinking type so maybe um I've never seen you play an instrument, but I feel like you would have wanted to be like a singer songwriter. It seems like something you'd like.
0: So those would all be incorrect. Okay. It's only really like, uh, I don't know. See, paleontologists, it's on the list, but there's too much science. There's too much like nitty gritty details you have to do. Okay. You got to sit there all day and for hours just like, Brush, you're more of an
1: ideas person than uh, like a studying facts person
0: yeah i always wanted to be a professional athlete that's what i wanted to be when i was a kid really yeah football basketball baseball whatever i'll, I'll Rich, do i would have never known that yeah yeah for sure okay all right level two when
1: you're asked how are you how often do you answer truthfully
0: Oh, this is a fantastic question. You're are you asking me this? Yeah. Okay. So this is something I've been thinking a lot about recently. Is because you get especially like bartending, I'm asked that and everything in just everyday life. And I think to myself, do they really want to know? Do you really want me to share? Because I'm I'm doing fantastic. I'm doing incredible. <laughs> and my life is the best life i could have ever dreamed of is that what you want me to say or do you want me to just say yeah you know same old same old (laughs) like what am i
1: supposed to what am i supposed to say answer i want to hear all of if you're doing that great i kind of want to hear that i mean maybe if somebody else isn't doing great they like, shut up but
0: like that's what i'm saying like because if i say that then they'll feel bad but at the same time too why aren't you doing more to make your life this way
1: that's so funny i think of it the other way when people ask me how i'm doing i'm like do they want to know that like i'm having a terrible day and i'm mad at everybody or should i just like be like yeah great everything's fine and i don't hate any of you um yeah yeah, i don't know it's like it's such a silly question to ask it's such a rhetorical question like yeah yeah one actually wants to know how you're doing and it's funny because if they do they'll say hey how are you and then maybe 10 minutes later like so how's it going like you have to ask the same question but like mean it this time or
0: something it's almost not a question it's just a greeting it's a greeting it's the same as hello it's like it's not an no one's actually asking that question it seems like it's just like a formality formality yeah
1: but what would happen if you didn't ask it? Like, ooh, <laughs> the conversation is like weird. Hi. So, what are you doing? Like, hi. I like your shirt. I don't really know what comes next. There has to be that. Like,
0: you mentioned something that reminds me. I, w- I think something we could do more and get better at, in particular myself, is complimenting people on their uh, whatever it is about them, whether it's their glasses or their outfit they're wearing or how they did their hair or like you know it's nice yeah. so that would probably okay. be better than like how you're doing
1: i got a question for you okay
0: mm-hmm.
1: got an argument with some ping pong guys at the park okay so they are sitting at the park yelling classic at, yelling at women across the street hey okay <laughs> hey girl and i'm like why are you talking to those women they're like, well, I want to say hi to her. I'm like, OK, but you're nowhere near her. Why are you yelling at her? And they were like, so then I got to this argument with these guys about like, well, women don't want to hear compliments anymore. You know, they can't just say thank you. And I tried to explain to them if I'm looking like a hot piece out there today and 10 dudes want to talk to me and like five of them want to say like, hey, yo, ma, and five of them want to say, wow, nice shirt. I don't want to stand there long enough to figure out which people are trying to yell at me and give me a compliment, which people are trying to be like, Hey, yo, and which people are going to try to murder me. Like, and they were like, well, you should just say, thank you. I'm like, I don't want to stand there long enough to find out what anyone has to say. They're Uh like, that's not fair. I'm like, so what happens when one guy is inside yelling at women? Now I am less likely to want to talk to the next person that wants to talk to me. Cause I'm probably going to assume that more people are just trying to yell at me. Does that so make- what,
0: what would be the best way to approach you then?
1: That's the, pro- that's so what I'm saying is there's no problem with people trying to approach people with compliments. The problem is that there's so many people approaching people with other sorts of nonsense and garbage that I don't have time to filter who's saying what. I don't want any of them to talk to me because half of them are yelling at me from down the street. Like so it's all trying to explain. Cause there's two guys at the table. One guy's like, "Well, I always give a compliment." The other guys over here yelling. I'm like, "See, this is the reason that I don't want to accept your compliment because I've been listening to this guy Mm. yelling all day." Like, and they were just like, "That doesn't make sense. You should just give them a chance." I'm like, "That is how women get murdered." No, I'm not giving chances. Like, give me (laughs) chances. I just stand around and find out. Hell, heck, no. That's what they call heck around and find out. It's a no for me, Rich. And anyway, it does work for me when people.
0: Okay. Well, okay. So, something I've noticed, I've observed about life is that the only people that give me compliments are the elderly, especially uh, older black <laughs> women and uh, gay men and, and homeless people on the streets. What? Richard, you know,
1: why isn't everyone complimenting you?
0: That's what I'm saying. Where are all these women so that's giving what I'm me saying. compliments? Like, I, I put effort into what I wear and stuff. You do. And the gay men notice, thank you ah. very much. And when I'm walking down the street downtown, you know, there'll be guys asking for change and they're like, yo, dude, that coat is awesome. And I'm like, thank you. Here's a $10 bill. I appreciate it. Good you. way. Like, so where, where are all these women with their compliments?
1: Rich, I wish I would compliment you every day if I was out there, but I'm not. Uh, yeah, you know, you really upped your wardrobe game. He said, You know, you're out here styling every day.
0: I gotta say, this is partially due because of you. We went to the Art Institute back in like a few years ago when you were still living here, and I, I, I we beat up, and then you're like, Uh uh-uh, uh, uh uh. And I was like, What? She's like, I don't want to be seen near you while you're wearing that shirt. And it was a teal like uh aqua colors. it was such shirt. a bad
1: sh- it looks like the kind of shirt you buy you know that they sell t-shirts at walgreens like it was like <laughs> of shirt and i was just like why would you pick that and i i have this thing where i can remember every mean thing i've ever said to a person and i'm just like what is this shirt rich and i was so upset and you've never worn that shirt since and you've always looked good ever since that shirt so
0: yeah i, I i'm i can I can take feedback and criticism and that was something okay I'm now aware of. Another thing too is I used to I used to cook with with no spices and you were over one day and I made this like this meal for you that like I make for myself. It was like with all these different vegetables and chicken. And then you're like, Rich, you don't season your food? And I'm like, what do you mean? And you just like <laughs> your mind was blown. He
1: said, I'm making fajitas, and then he put salt on it. And I was like, you've made chicken with salt. And then he says, well, what would you put on it? So I went in his cabinet. We had some chili lime seasoning, some garlic powder, some stuff. But, like, you were killing me. And you know what, Rich? I make that meal all the time now with the mangoes. Oh, and you ate the mangoes with the peels on?
0: Weird. I don't understand. But I don't, I don't do that. I don't do that anymore.
1: Okay, good. I mean, good fiber. We love a good, healthy you know, system. But, um... Yeah, no, that meal was great. Uh, we seasoned it, and now I make it all the time, Rich. So thank you for that.
0: You're you're very welcome. But anyway, on
1: uh, um, the art of compliments, work. I think that people should do them, and people less people should be creepy, so more people can accept genuine compliments. Would you like one more question before you leave me?
0: Yeah, let's do one more question. I gotta I gotta get going soon.
1: This is the perfect question for you, Rich. Okay. Okay, based and I have an answer for you too. Based on what you okay. learned me what book would you recommend that I read
0: wow this is a fantastic one let's see uh... I'm
1: gonna go get my book
0: too okay oh uh, yeah I know which one okay I so I don't have it here with me this is a problem I'm trying to solve that sometimes when I lend books out, I don't get them back. So now I assume I'm not going to get them back. And I like write notes in them and I just give them out. But there's this book by Chuck Klosterman called, but what if we're wrong? I have it. Really? Have you read it? I read half. Okay. Okay. I'm going to finish it. Yeah. That was a great. I feel like I, did I tell you about that book? Um, I feel like I've mentioned
1: I, it. Before. We've talked about Chuck Lostman before, but I bought this for a thrift store. I love Chuck Really? I used to read him in high
0: school. Yeah. His new book is The 90s. It's like yeah. this... Uh, this was a really enjoyable book. It's, it's basically like talking about the 90s in this like cultural anthropol... An- anthropo- Anthropological. That word. Anthropological uh, kind of way, but also like giving their his experience and perspective of the 90s and so it got me thinking of like people know the internet of today but like when we were younger what it was like and you know just the whole exploration and excitement behind the internet before it uh it is what it is now it's that was i don't know it's he's my favorite writer i would say and I love but what him. if ron uh it takes a I'm look at the present as next. if it were the past yeah so there you okay, go
1: that's a great recommendation rich because it's a book that i love the book that i want you to read is all about love by bell hooks
0: okay um what's that about The
1: book is basically about like how like finding and putting love in every piece of your life it's got like chapters like community like honesty commitment justice clarity uh loss greed value the one about values is one that really m- reminds me of you about like finding ways to love everything that you're doing and like how to like how important that is for just like living a life of purpose and that's what you do rich yeah. you live a life of purpose and i think that's i it. do
0: everything i do is like with intention and meaning yeah that means a it's lot like every school. day yeah um this yeah. book
1: I love it i really really you're gonna love this book i know you'll love it
0: okay who's it by
1: bell hooks
0: bell hooks
1: yeah and it starts off about like you know why is it that men are the ones that are writing books about love but men aren't the ones that are reading books
0: about love and it's really interesting all you need is love all you need is love rich Um, well carlita uh it's unfortunate that this was uh, a shorter episode but uh i always have so much fun we got to do this again soon
1: heck yeah i gotta i gotta I'm coming for you, Joe. I got to get some more episodes in.
0: That's right. Well, thanks again. And uh, thanks for watching and listening to our podcast, Rich Conversations. Love you, boo. Thanks, Carlita. (laughs)
1: Talk to you later. Bye.